Hey everyone, welcome to a very special episode of Building a Furniture Brand with Ethan Abramson. Why is it special? I thought you'd never ask. We just finished our first season, 12 episodes jam-packed with business know-how, inspirational stories, behind-the-scenes insight into building a brand, and some laughs. When I first decided to do this show, the whole point of it was to pull back the curtain on the industry to show that yes, there are important practices to being successful, but there is also not just one path to do it. We've heard from 12 different people, all business owners, all successful, all who have gone about building their business in different ways. For this episode, I want to jump back into some of those conversations, some that really stood out, some that we could all learn from. So let's do that right after a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is software to organize and manage your business. From quoting a project to getting paid to everything in between, Jobber software brings everything together to make projects easy to manage and customers happy, giving you more time in your day and getting you paid faster. Go to getjobber.com Ethan or check out the link in the show notes for a free 14-day trial of Jobber. And if you try it now, you get 20% off your first six months when you sign up. Hello and welcome to Building a Furniture Brand with Ethan Abramson. It's our birthday. We are one season old. I want to thank all the fantastic guests that I've had on the show, thank them all for sharing their time and knowledge with us. I also want to give a giant thank you to you. Yes, you, listening right now. Because even though there are thousands of you listening to this, I'm still talking directly to you. I started this show to help people who wanted to start a furniture business, who want to take that jump. People who have a furniture business but want to do better. People who have a successful business but want to learn how other people run theirs. I started this for everyone, but really, I started this for you. You are my audience of one, and my goal is to help you succeed in your dream. So thank you for listening, for writing in with your questions and ideas, for sharing the show with your friends, and for coming back week after week. It truly means a lot, and I hope it's helping you on your journey. Now, I've recorded hours and hours of conversations for this show, so I can't recap all of it, and I'm not playing favorites. If it was up to me, I'd play all the episodes back to back to back. They are all so great, and if you haven't heard them, it would be my recommendation to listen to them all. There is so much good stuff in each and every single one of them. Listening back to these episodes myself, what stood out to me was yes, there is a wealth of knowledge to learn in each episode. From perfecting your pricing, to learning to work with clients and designers, to marketing tips, to correcting your contracts, and more. But what stood out to me was that each and every guest made a point to say that even though all the business side is very important and you can't run a business without it, just as important is self-worth. Knowing that you won't sell yourself short, knowing that your time and skills and what you make at the end of the day is valuable. Just as important as keeping the books organized, keeping employees working smoothly, keeping clients happy is your self-worth. I pulled a few excerpts from the shows, not all of them, but just a few that really stood out for people. Ones that people wrote in about and told me that they were energized by, ones that changed people's mindset. So here we go, starting off with the voice of Donnie Galley. I, I really branded myself in the beginning um, with my style of furniture. I really wanted to impress 
the client, so to speak, or the potential client that they can get this amazing piece of furniture for me. So I, were, I really wanted to be branded as an artist because I knew in my mind, if you can brand yourself as an artist, you'll get paid way more than if you brand yourself as a woodworker. Some of you have probably never heard anybody say that, um, but think about it in terms of an artist who paints paintings out there. Um, the price point is all over the map. It's crazy. You could see one abstract painting that somebody threw paint and, and, and just tossed it on there and it was their, their deal. Um, and they, they'll sell that picture, you know, for $10,000, $20,000 quickly. And then you'll see another, uh, another artist that does the exact same thing and he sells it for $500. So what, what helps there is the mindset is artists aren't compared to one another. So when a customer is seeking a dining table, that's a little bit different. If they see you as just a woodworker and you give them a price on a dining table or a bookcase, they're going to hop online and they're going to check out all these similar type comparable products. And they're going to be like, oh my gosh, this guy was, or this girl is so expensive. Look, I can get this from over here or from this woodworker. And, they're, and they do this comparative shopping. But if you brand yourself as this artisan, this artist woodworker, and they've seen it, repetitively from you that you're doing something that nobody else seems to be doing you'll be viewed as an artist and when you submit your price to them there'll be very little room for haggling or negotiations because they know they're coming to an artist and they're not going to be out there doing that comparative shopping woodworking is awesome i'm i consider myself a woodworker but when i talk about pricing i consider myself an artist um, so i price my stuff based on what i need and what i think uh, the piece is actually worth. Next up is a part of an episode I recorded with Jess Crow. You have to know your worth and it's hard and it's scary. And I have moments where I've, I've worked up a bid and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, this is, this is, so, I'm saying to myself, this is so expensive. This is, I just, I need to just shave a couple hundred dollars off. But I always, for the last two years, refer back to this book. It's, it's a book by uh, an author named Chris Voss, Never Split the Difference. And he was a world-renowned hostage negotiator. And so I'm not a big audiobook fan, but the, this, they, he, he reads this book like you're inside a Jason Bourne movie, right? So it makes learning to negotiate business deals actually rather exciting. You're like, wait, what happens next? Um, and through that, I learned set your price and then figure out how to negotiate from there. And when it comes down to it, there is no negotiating. This is your price. You need to hit that send button on the email. You need to speak firmly to that client that this is my price. With that, you will build confidence and that confidence will just seep from you and people will start to take notice of that and it it draws them to you i have a thing that i always say to myself what you express is what you manifest if you express in your head and to those around you that oh i'm just not sure if i'm worth it i'm just not sure if i'm going to get that bid you know all of those those things that is what's going to happen but if you say you know what I'm going to get this job and I'm going to get this bid. You will start to see that happening and that becomes a confidence booster. And the more you build that in your business, the more you will 
attract those kind of clientele. You will feel it, your clothes, you know, so to speak, they fit different. And it's not a sense of arrogance. We live in such a strange world that people think that if you're confident, you're being arrogant. I'm sure some people are, but that's not what you're doing. You're being confident and you're helping instill in those people who are around you and who are looking up to you, particularly your children, to be confident. You don't have to be rude, but you can walk into a room and you can command it. And at the same time, you can also be scared as hell on the inside and shaken like a leaf. The more you work through that, in your business and now tying into your personal life, you will see that you start to attract that vibe, that aura about you and it just helps translate. Doesn't mean you're not scared. Does not mean that you're not scared. It just means that what you are expressing is what you're manifesting. Next up is a part of an episode I recorded with Jeremy Hill. I said, I mentioned this earlier, but there are a lot of people out there building furniture and people do have a lot of options, but I really do believe that comparison is the thief of joy. And so I don't think it's not healthy to compare yourself constantly to other furniture makers, either in terms of their talent, their life stage, their success rate, all the, all of that stuff, their Instagram page, it doesn't matter. I mean, ultimately you have to be doing it for you because if you're doing it for other people, you're going to run out of joy for it. And you're not going to have the energy, the fortitude it takes to keep going to doing what you need to do, especially when times are tough. Next up is a part of a conversation I had with Jesse Wiegands. For me, so this would be the artist, designer, creator, guy speaking here would be, I think something that's incredibly important is to take some time and think through who you are as a creator, as a, as a maker, a designer, a builder, you know, what, whatever descriptor you feel is defines you, but think about who you are, what your aesthetic is, what your values are, what drives you, what makes you, you know, feel on point and then hold to that. Because as soon as you start something like this, everybody in your life is going to come to you and be like, Oh, you know what you should do. And you're going to be like, how would you know, you know what, what I should do, but you're going to have to endure all that, all those suggestions, all that push pull from the outside world. Hey, I saw this thing on, on Pinterest or, you know, I saw this thing on Etsy and nobody understands your brand whether you've brought it to fruition yet or not, nobody understands it the way that you do. And the thing that will set you apart and make you successful is if you bring forth what is true to you and true to your brand and then sell that. And not in this like shady, uh, you know, sneaky, slick salesman type of way, but when you can be authentic about who you are and what your brand is, then you can confidently and genuinely sell that to people because you believe in it and you know that you're you're honest in it and that makes things a lot lot easier to stand out and have a clear path because if you get tied up and and caught up in trying to do the same thing that everyone else does 
you may enjoy a season of of growth from mass production of something trendy or something like that. But ultimately, unless your goal was just to make some quick bucks and maybe, you know, bow out later, you're going to feel some dissatisfaction personally. So that's, that's my advice is think about who you are, define who you are, and then hold to it and, and make that, make that statement. And last but not least is a part of an episode I recorded with Joni Sprigg. You know, I think we're all also starting from different points in our, in our path, you know, in our career. So, you know, some of us are still kind of maybe where I'm at and some of us might be even beginner before me and they don't know what to do. So I think it's important to tell the stories of every person along the way, because, you know, maybe someone will listen to this and reach out to me and say, Hey, I've got a great tip for you. Or maybe someone will reach out to me and say, Hey, I'm kind of where you are. You know, and that's, that's always really uplifting to me too, is to, to meet people and say, Hey, you know what? It's cool. I see where you're at and I support you and you know, you're going to make it. Thanks so much for listening to Building a Furniture Brand with Ethan Abramson. If you liked what you heard, you can subscribe to this podcast anywhere you like to listen. To learn more about the show, you can visit buildingafurniturebrand.com. And feel free to reach out anytime to say hey, ask a question, or suggest a guest for future episodes. Our email is hello at buildingafurniturebrand.com. You can follow along with me on Instagram at thebuildwithethan, and I can't wait to bring you the next episode. This show is produced and edited by me, Ethan Abramson. Hope you enjoyed, and thanks so much for listening. The Building a Furniture Brand with Ethan Abramson podcast is proudly part of the Woodpreneur Network, the media network and community for wood entrepreneurs. Check out woodpreneurlife.com for more information.